With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Praise Lord. Amen. <clears throat> Just want to thank God for everybody that's on the line. And uh, my name is Prophet Larry Honore Jr. Welcome to Power of Prayer International's ministry. And I just thank God for everybody that came on. And also, you know, I want to share some things. Um, on Easter Sunday, I will not be having service. Um, just let, you know, I know a lot of people on Easter Sunday, they go to different church events and they eat with their family. So Easter Sunday, I will not be conducting service, which is on the 21st of April. So I uh, may make uh, make sure. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yeah, September twenty first. I will not have services, so I want you all just to enjoy time with your family, relax. Because I know Easter Sunday is big, uh, no matter what uh, church event it is. I know Easter Sunday is. Uh, you know, pretty big. So, uh, so I just uh, pray that that you all have a good Easter Sunday. And I also just want to tell everybody, begin to pray again. You know, we all drift away. We all get off track. But begin to, you know, pray again. Amen. Let's begin. Amen. I'm going to uh, pray some scriptures before I go into the word of God. Amen. Oh. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, known and unknown, and forgive us of every thought, action, deed this day. Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for your daily bread. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, destroy the plans of the enemy against our lives, Lord, I pray that your people will continually to walk in obedience with you in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you that we all walk in obedience with you in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Father. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you, Father. We praise you, Father for what you're doing and what you have done in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, we have the keys of the kingdom, and whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loose in heaven. We bind the kings in chains and the nobles with feathers of iron. We bind the strong man as far as good. We bind the spirit and all proud spirit array against our lives. We bind the principality, powers, rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual weakness, wickedness in high places. We bind our sickness and disease. 
released against our mind or body. Let the exiles be loose. Let the prisoners be loose. Loose those appointed to death. We loose our neck from all bands. We loose ourselves from the bands of wickedness. We loose ourselves from the bands of oil. We loose ourselves from all bonds. We loose our mind from all bonds. We loose our mind, will, and emotion from every assignment and spiritual darkness in the name of Jesus. We loose our city and regions from every assignment of hell. We loose our finances from every spirit of poverty, debt, and lack. We loose ourselves from all generational curses and heroic spirits. We loose ourselves from every assignment of witchcraft, sorcery, and divination. We loose ourselves from every spoken curse and negative word spoken against our life. Let, let, let the enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. Let them return and be ashamed suddenly. And Father God, scatter the bones and put them to shame. Those who seek to hurt us be clothed with shame. Fill their faces with shame according to Psalms 83 and 16. Let all those who incense against you be ashamed according to Isaiah 45 and 24. Let those who rise against us be ashamed. Psalms 109 and 28. Let the proud spirits be ashamed according to Psalms 119 and 78. Our souls belong to you, O Lord, according to Ezekiel. 18 and 4. Lord, you are the shepherd and the bishop of our soul. Watch over our soul and keep it according to 1 Peter 2 and 25. We release, I receive with meekness and a graph words that is be able to save our soul according to James 1 and 21. In the name of Jesus, we bind the hunters of soul according to Ezekiel 13 and 20. Impatient. I possess my soul, according to Luke 21 and 19. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. And Lord, we praise you for what you have done. And Father God, I lift up everybody on this line, Father, that Lord, you will strengthen them in the mighty name of Jesus. That no weapon formed against them shall prosper. That they are the head, not to tear the above only and not beneath. And, Lord, we love you, and, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, and, Lord, as I come forth in your word, and, Lord, we just say thank you for for your strength. Thank you. Thank you for the, your strength, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you, Father. Lord, even though we, we get tired in our body, we get uh, get despondent at times, Lord, restore us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we let our love show. Let our love show, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, teach us to be about souls. Teach us to be about souls in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I speak healing, Father, 
to your saints. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, and Lord, we love you. And Lord, we thank you, Father. And Lord, I ask of you to deliver us from the religious spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, we're going to go to Luke. Luke chapter 15, 11, 11 through 32. I'm not going to read it in its entirety, but it's the parable of the lost son. Um, we're going to read a man had two sons. The younger son told his father, and read our New Living Translation, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A lot of times in life, we we want everything at one time. You know, um, you know, I, uh, we had the Powerball ball, the lotto in Texas. We got the Texas Million, the Powerball. We got other things, scratch-offs and different things. And you know, they say, oh, if you Win seven hundred fifty million, you gonna only get back four hundred forty million uh, after you take out taxes, depending on your state and its, and its laws. And we, as a people, we are all guilty because we want it all at once. And at a young age, you know, the Bible says the younger son told his father, the young. In uh, verse 14, 13, say a few days later, this younger son has packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all his money and while living. And as I was thinking about, you know, this passage, and I was saying, Lord, at a young age, I wanted money. You know, uh, my dream vehicle was a Toyota Land Cruiser. You know, I wanted a Toyota Land Cruiser. I wanted a big, nice house. I wanted a yacht, you know, in my 20s. You know, I want to live fabulous. I want to live awesomely. I wanted at at a young age. So I wanted all these things, you know, even though we had the lotto in Texas, and I was like, I was in my 20s, that was back in the 97, 98. And I wanted all these things at a young age. And as I grew older, you know, we we in 2019. And uh, now I look at it and I say, you know what, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Father. That's all I can say, thank you, Father. Because I couldn't handle that. Because at that age, I would have bought probably 1,000 pair of shoes, 2,000 pair of outfits, mini cars, partying, been a, a womanizer, a player. Um, I would have been just in all sorts, probably have 
children out of wedlock, just 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 a lot of foolish things. I probably would have been in jail with that kind of money. You know, I I would have been in a, a, a different place, and it wouldn't have been good. And the Bible, I remember the scripture, your latter days shall be greater than your former. I mean, your latter days mean your latter, your mature days will be better than your former days, the days that you thought you knew everything. And I was reading over that scripture, and I was thinking, I was saying, you know what, Lord? I thank you. You didn't bless me with all my heart desire. I remember a time that um, I, I broke up with this young lady, and uh, and I, I was, and even though she did some some harsh things towards me, I still wanted her, and I was praying. I was praying hard. I feel I was praying. I prayed that whole month, like every day, like Lord bless me with this young lady. I was like 19 years old at the time. 18, 19, and I was praying hard in my room. I said, Lord, please bless me with this woman. Lord, please, I want her back. And and when I was praying that, um, thank God, uh, I met another young lady, which was a whole lot different and a whole lot better and a, and a good head on the shoulders. And when I started dating this young lady, this other young lady, I was like, Lord, she's boring. She's a geek. She's a square. I want something more adventurous. I want somebody to live more spice in their life, live good in their life. Because I grew up in church predominantly all my life. And after I got what I wanted, you know, I didn't want to be bothered with that young lady. I got somebody what I wanted. And it turned out it wasn't what I expected. And it brought shame. It brought regrets. And I, you know, I thought, I thank God for my, my oldest, you know, I thank God for my children. So when we're young, we think we know what we want, but we really don't. We, we, as young, we caught up in the moment. And as a young person, you, you can be driven by college. You can be driven by a lot of things. You, you can be, you can have four college degrees before you turn 25, but it doesn't mean that you have experienced life. It doesn't mean that you are mature. Yes, you had some great accomplishments in school, and in your, um, you had great accomplishments in your goals that you set, but it, school does not make you mature. Um, wise counsel is important, but it doesn't make you mature. At one point, we all are straight away from wise counsel whether it's a mother, whether it's a father, a grandparent, or a grandfather, a grandmother, uncle, auntie, a teacher, or pastor. one point, we strayed away from good counsel. That's what we want. But we assume, as a young person, we assume that they don't know what they're talking about. 
we assume that they don't know this situation. And we get caught up. We drift away. So, verse 14 of Luke 15, Luke 15, 14, about the time his money ran out and a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. Now, I when um, I'm just giving uh, give an example. When I start to lose stuff in my life, that's when I woke up. And when you start losing different things, you start losing. In the case like if you're a woman, you lose your boyfriend or you lose your job. You lost this money that you inherit, or you lost a girlfriend, or you lost family members. When you lose important stuff, you begin to starve for the answer. And you already know the answer, but you starve for the answer. This is like, I need a way out. But you know the answer, even in your starvation whether it's emotionally, mentally, or physically. We know if you're hungry, I don't care how bad you messed up, you know everybody got that one place you can go and get you something to eat. If you're dealing with a spiritual drought or you're going through something, you say, man, if I can go to this pastor and get him or uh, him, I heard a pray from it. I know all as well. We know, cause, and why I say that we know, people say, well, that's not always true. But when you was born in a church, you was born into the things of God, you know who to go to. Even though you might not be walking with God, but the things that God instilled into you, you know where to go. Even though I was fornicating, I was doing what Larry wanted to do, when I lost a young lady in my life, I knew who to go to. I turned back to God. And God didn't send her back. He gave me a blessing, but I didn't want it. He said, you didn't want God's blessing? No, not when you. I'm going to tell you all this. People don't believe that you can reject God's blessing. People don't believe that. And me and you all done it consciously or unconsciously. Let's be real. We, we, we have in our mind what we should have, and we don't get it. We will reject it. For example, I remember this lady, had a, she didn't have a car. She did not have a car. She needed a car. And this particular car they was going to give her, it was a, a emma green or dark green color car. She didn't get that car because she said, it's not the color I wanted. I'm, I'm not driving that. Now, it was a nice car. It, it was up to date. I mean, it was maybe at the time... It was 2003, that car was a 2001, 2002. 
and she rejected that car. She didn't want it. She wanted a particular color or a higher type of model of that car. And then every model she tried to get, it got rejected. She wanted the high things of life. But God, and God was saying, you know, you want this, but you got to start over. We all at one point have to go back to basics. I always remember I was re- watching Creed 2. Creed is like a, a boxing movie. And the guy almost lost the match, but, the, I mean, the guy was, he was fighting, was beating him up really good, and the guy got disqualified because he did a blow below the belt in boxing. And he was like, how can I beat this guy? So he had to go to a, a, on a Schwarzenegger, which was his uh, boxing coach, took him to a desert. And he had to go from scratch in boxing. He had to go back to the basics in boxing. And, he, and at the end, he defeated the guy at the end. So a lot of times in the things of God, you had to go back to basics. You had to go back to loving God first. You had to go back to to giving your life back to God. You had to start over from basics. I don't care how well advanced, how smart, how educated, at one point, we all lose focus. We have to go back to basics. Um, and, and it's just like, well, I want to tell everybody, like, well, I'm starting over. No, you're not starting over. You have to go to basics to understand where you're going. You have to get, you have to get back to the things that once had you at a certain place. But we all get laxity. We all drift. And we all at one point want every we want what we want, but we don't understand it's not what you need. So, thank you, Holy Ghost. Um, so I'm gonna read uh, Luke 15 and 15. He pers- he persuaded a local farmer to hire him. And the man sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods, and some translations might say trough, he was eating. He he was feeding the pig and looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. So when he finally came to his senses. I'm sorry, right here. He, the man began to eat what the pigs was eating, and it looked good to him. When you starving, anything look good. You you ever have you ever say I will never eat that? I don't eat beans and rice. And the old folks would tell me, you get hungry enough, you eat them beans and rice. And you you say, I ain't eating no beans and rice. I'm sick of beans and rice. So you don't eat it. But I guarantee not that second day, that third day, you're going to say, man, I'm going to eat them beans and rice. I don't care they cold. We all come to our senses. But a lot of times in life, unfortunately, we have to lose something. 
because we, when we drift away, we drift into things that's not of God. Verse 17, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the high servants have food enough to spare, and I'm here dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me on as a high servant. Now, even in his response, he didn't want to be a son. He just said, you know what? I'll be a higher servant. You know, I don't, I don't, you don't have to accept me as a son. I, I know if I'm a higher servant, if, if I'm your, you know, if, if I work for you, I know you'll take care of me. You don't have to, you don't have to uh, love me as a son. You know, these old folks used to say, you know, if I can't get through the gates, let me stand on the outside of the gates. You know, it, it was funny. Now I think about it, it's just like this, this particle sign say, if I can't be your son again, but please hire me as one of your servants. It's just like telling God, God, if I can't be your son again, Lord, I'll be a worker for you. Because I know you'll take care of me. And we all, we have to get to the point of humbleness. Uh, that's true humbleness. Now, when people, I'm going to tell you all this. I can tell a person have not totally humbled themselves or came under submission to the Holy Spirit or to the things of God. Because they automatically want to get back where, where they started. They, it's no godly. You got to have a godly sorrow. Godly sorrow will say, you know what, Lord, I'm not worthy. But Lord, if you can just get me, you know, Lord, I know I messed up in a mansion. Lord, I know I had a mansion, and I messed up, and I messed up the mansion. But Lord, if if you can give me a one bedroom efficiency. Lord, if you give me a one-bedroom apartment, I will be fine. You know, Lord, if you give me a good roommate, I will be fine. That's when you humble yourself and you know that you messed up. But how many people come to terms with that? My Lord, I want my mansion back. The devil is a lie, but you messed it up. And one day I had to repent. I had to repent over some bad decisions that I made in my life. I said, Lord, forgive me for not treating what you blessed with me with with respect and honor. Forgive me for for my 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 bad decisions. Lord, you always bless me, but I did not want your blessings. You know, uh you know, I could have made an excuse and say, I wasn't saved then. That don't count, but I knew better. I knew better. I, it was already instilled into me. I knew better. I knew better. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, if you give me another chance, Lord, I'll take it and give me the strength to walk in your blessings, to walk in your obedience. You know, if we look at 
I'm gonna be honest. We look at how people was rich and went broke. How people won a lotto and went broke. How people got a great inheritance and went broke. And and it's it's been and it's so common now. Some of y'all know people around you that had money and went broke. And what I have learned, and I'm just being honest, that I'm praying for myself. I say, Lord, bless me with that kind of money. Lord, I need you to keep me. Lord, I need you to put me around wise counsel. Lord, give me the spirit of obedience. Lord, give me the spirit. And Lord, when I get beside myself, remind me where I came from. Lord, keep me humble in your blessings. And we need to all do that. But I never do that. Be careful. The enemy is good at setting traps. The enemy is good at setting traps. So we're going to go down... Verse 20, so he returned home to his father, and while he was still long way off, his father saw him coming, filled with love and compassion, ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no, worthy, I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servant, Quick, bring him the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Give a ring, get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet, and kill the calf that we have been fattening. We must celebrate a feast, for his son of mine was dead, and now he returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. So the party began. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field work, and when he returned, he heard music and dancing in the house. He asked everyone, one, he asked one of his servants, what was going on? Your brother is back. He was told, and your father has killed a fattened calf. We are, are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go with him. His father came out and begged him. But he replied, all these years I slave for you, and never once he refused to do a single thing you told to do. He said, I slave for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to do. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet, when this son of yours come back, after squalling your, your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing a fattened cow. His his father said to him, look, dear son, you always stayed by me, and everything I have is yours. We have to celebrate this happy day, but your brother was dead, and he came back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. And I want everybody, dark on sin the backsliders back to the church. God going to send leaders in a fivefold ministry back to the church. Do not condemn them. Do not 
they oh, they coming back now. Celebrate because they came back to their senses. If your daughter or son or grandchild, niece or nephew, come back, oh, they coming back now. They they messed over them. And she thinks she a fool for staying over here. He thinks he a fool. Be glad that they come back to their senses. And if, if your son, daughter, grandbaby, niece, nephew, whoever, come back in your life and repent to you, say, I'm so sorry. Receive it because we all went astray. We all been hard-headed. We all been disobedient. Rejoice for they came back to their senses. Now, I'm not telling y'all, Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a big party. I'm not saying that. But forgive them and restore them back to Christ. Restore them. They they coming back. Don't, oh, they coming back. Oh, they need to sit over here. They need to sit in the rejection section of the church. Oh, they need to sit in the losers section of the church. No. Put them back with God and restore them. Restore such a one. We don't, if you look at hell, hell is increasing in size. Don't reject those who are coming back to God. I don't care they smell like a pound of cigarettes or they smelling like a, a pound of weed. I don't care they smell like sex. They just came from the clubhouse. I don't care they they smell like beer. I don't care they whatever they hair matter. I don't care they got five different color hair. I don't care they tied it up. But if they come into the house of the Lord, that is powerful enough. That is awesome enough. Receive them with all arms. Because they come they they didn't go got more dope to get more high. They didn't go to the liquor store and got more liquor. They didn't go get another man or another woman or another or men or women. They didn't go rob another house. But they want to come back with Christ. And we all need to restore them. It's time out. We, we've been judging people enough. We've been putting down people enough, it's time to to destroy your high walls, false pride, false humility, ignorant ways, and show love. The kingdom of God will never be filled with the mindset we have. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody. I praise God for you. And I'm coming to a close. Oh. Anyone that want to give their life to the Lord or rededicate their life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. Uh, thank you, Holy Ghost. And 
Give your life back to the Lord. Don't worry okay. about the past experience of churches. Mm-hmm. Your life. Give your life back to the Lord, to Jesus. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life? Repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I need you. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. For my sins. I open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Of my life. My life. Of my life. And, re- and receive you as Lord and Savior. Receive you as Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving my sins. And give me eternal life. And give me eternal life. Take control. Take control. Of the throne. Of the throne. Of the throne. Of my life. Of my life. Of my life. Make me the kind of person. Make me the kind of Make person. Me the kind of person. You, you want me to be. You want me to be. You want me to be. Hallelujah. I thank God for everybody that's here. Amen. Uh, I thank God that for everybody who gave their life to the Lord, to rededicate your life to the Lord. Yes, Lord. And I encourage you uh, to go to a local church, uh, a church in your area. I encourage you to get your Bible. Start off in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I encourage you to pray with you, um, communication with God, and through time it will get better and better. Mm. And I encourage you to attend Bible school, Sunday school Bible study. Amen. 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 I just thank God for everybody's here. Do anyone have any testimonies? Do anyone have any testimonies? Mm-hmm. Now, if the ink not dry, don't testify. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If not dry, don't testify. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Anyone have any um Words of encouragement. Want to have any words of encouragement? Amen. Want to thank God for everybody, and I encourage everybody this week. We all drift away. We look at King Solomon, Uh one of the wisest kings of the of, of of that time, the most wisest king to this day. He drift away mm-hmm. because the Lord told him don't marry these foreign women, these Egyptians. Mm-hmm. And then he, God told him don't marry Egyptians. And he ended up with 700 wives and 300 concubines. Mm-hmm. And um, he drift away. Mm-hmm. We can get drift away by our own lusts. That's why we have to be honest with God. You say, Lord, I have this issue. I have this problem. We up in here think it's gone, but it's just been lying dormant. Uh Some of y'all make decisions. You know it's bad. You Uh know if you you give a a pig your house, you know that pig going to tear up your house. Uh 
If you give a snake huh. your inheritance, you know that snake going to slither and mm-hmm. that snake will turn around and kill you. Mm-hmm. Or swallow your hole. Mm-hmm. And we make bad decisions. We all guilty mm-hmm. for making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But in that, we can say, God, help me in my weakness. Help me yeah. in this area. And we need to yeah. be real. We got to call it up. You know, um, uh, it was this religious thing. Um, it was very religious. And they say, oh, don't, don't be saying them people's name. It brings about spirits. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you this. When Jesus cast out a spirit, he cast out legion. He cast out mm-hmm. spirit of infirmity. Um, he cast out, uh, you know, death and dumb spirit come out. Uh-huh. Every spirit has a name. And I tell anybody, if, if you got to say, Lord, I forgive Michael for what he done, and Lord, I pray Michael forgive me, you got to say the person's name. Don't be saying, mm-hmm. oh, the such and such. And and me, I'm, I was guilty too. You know, I for years I say, you know, uh, that is my children's mother. You know, I used to say that is that and that's mother. I would never call her by a name. Uh-huh. I say, oh, that's the, the kid's mother or the children's mother. Uh-huh. Or I say, that's my ex-wife. Or, uh-huh. You know, I never say the name. And then I had to call out and say, Lord, get this person out of my I had to call their name out. Uh-huh. And I felt better. That's right. You know, and you got to call it out. Say, Lord, I forgive Larry. Or I forgive uh-huh. John, I forgive Susan. I forgive Becky. You know, because mm-hmm. all this religious stuff. Don't don't say that name. Don't say that name. You know, uh, Lord, I forgive uh, Joseph. I forgive uh, William or whoever the person name may be. And Lord, mm-hmm. I pray they forgive me, Father. Uh-huh. You know, and call it out. Don't be afraid. Oh, they don't say you. Every time you say, you know, we got so much religion doctrine that don't even line up to the Word of God. Amen. We don't even okay. know how to be free. Uh-uh. You know, we so bound up by, you know, uh, we so bound up. We go to a fancy dinner wearing a a nineteen a eighteen fifty dress with long sleeves and a long. Uh, a long dress, you know them dress back in the 1850s, the Dutch women, mm-hmm. and we used to wear a dress come wear to their feet and sleep. Mm-hmm. That's foolish. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's foolish. Sometimes you got to dress nice. You got to, right. you know, yeah. the dress come uh, 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 below your knee, a little bit below your knee. That's just for a special occasion. Uh, you wear uh-huh. a dress and you got a nice, nice cut uh, it shows your shoulders. We got to get mm-hmm. out of this religious crap. And most Amen. people that have all these religious rules, they miserable. They don't, and then the ones that always, nah, you, you just need Jesus. You don't need to worry about them uh, husband or wife. You just need Jesus. Um, yes, we're going to all meet Jesus, but God gave us pleasures on earth. Oh, yeah, you 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 enjoy your vacation when you get to heaven. Why you can't get a vacation on earth? You know, if you decide to go to a cruise or catch a plane or go mm-hmm. to London or you want to go to Africa or Israel, you know, go there. 
if, you know, if, if you want to wear a bathing suit, you know, go to a place that allow you, you know, you can wear bathing suits to the beach. But mm-hmm. don't get so kind of, oh, you got to be covered. Come on now. All that religious yeah. stuff. You know, you can wear a uh-huh. big T-shirt, whatever you want to do. Oh, don't wear no braid your hair. Don't wear no makeup. All this religious stuff. You better not wear mm-hmm. no sandals. It's showing your skin. That's oh, all God. religious foolishness that we have adapted over the years. You know, I remember a time uh, people say you're not supposed to wear tennis shoes in a church. Well, that's oh, foolishness God. because, you know, there's no scriptures. You know, now I see people wear casual shoes like loafers mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. somewhere casual sneakers or somewhere dress shoes, but it's how you are comfortable. You, you need a suit. That's right. No, that's, that's religious. You know, uh-huh. if I want to wear some khaki pants, a nice polo shirt with some casual shoes. There's, there's all this religious stuff that causes us to get in debt, to become just bound to it. You know, so Amen. I just, but it's all right for the first lady to look good. But the women of God can't look good. It's okay for the pastor to look that's good. Right. But it ain't, co- ain't okay for the men of God to look good. You know, is a pastor supposed to have a rose bar? Uh, we can't get no rose bar. So it's just like, only you get a rose bar, the pastor got to die, and you might can oh, get Lord. one if you become a pastor. You know, God God oh. promises us abundance. abundance. You know, so uh-huh. you wish brother and our soul uh-huh. You know, he wished those things upon us. Yes, the poor are going to always be among us. But we, for so many years, came to religion. We almost like we we living in the slave era. Like, ooh, the master's supposed to have it. You know, we ain't supposed to think highly of ourselves. No, you gotta think. You God God ain't give you a mindset of low self esteem. Nowhere in the scripture that Jesus say uh, he had low self esteem. No. It say you 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 should not think of yourself more than you ought to. It means you shouldn't puff up yourself. That's what he's uh-huh. saying. You supposed to have more. You supposed to have pride. You supposed to puff up yourself. Uh-huh. I know I'm this. Uh-huh. I know I'm fine. You know you supposed to puff up. You ought to say. You know I say this. I say, Lord, I know I'm not. I'm not the the most handsomest man in the world, but I know I ain't the ugliest one. That's right. But I know I know who I am in Christ. That's right. You know, um, if you, you, I'm gonna tell you this. You know, in these days, I've I seen some women that wasn't attractive, uh-huh. bad built, wear wear the most weirdest clothing, have all this kind of makeup, but they, but you think that they was Miss Universe or they Miss America. And you got mm-hmm. men that not in shape, round as a planet, and think they the the uh, the uh, a gift to to the world, but that's the way they think. But the Bible says you shouldn't think of yourself highly. There's confidence and there is puffness and there is pride. So if you you can wear things nice, and but you don't have to be provocative and and, and lustful dressing. You can dress nice, and it could be said that's nice, and it and it don't have to be tacky. You can have a person can wear. A nice skirt that fits her body, 
and it and it could be classy on her. You have people uh-huh. can wear long dress, and the way it flows, you gotta understand uh-huh. your body. You know things change. You gotta understand some things. You gotta your midsection is kind of poking out. You got a little stomach. You gotta find clothes to cover that or compliment. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, I can't wear that no more. I used to can wear that in my twenties. So you learn, but you still want to look good. If you, yes, right. And if we learn, you learn to don't don't dress like a mommy. Meaning, uh-uh. don't dress all wrapped up looking like a dead person. That's don't right. Be, you know, you still take care of yourself. You still got to honor the temple, which is the Holy Ghost dwells in your temple. So it's certain mm-hmm. things you can't eat. So I just want to tell everybody. Even if people might, you know, the enemy only attack what is good. So if the enemy always told you for years that you were ugly, you were ugly, that, that's a lie because there's no truth in the enemy. So when the enemy say you ugly, right. you ugly, you ugly, you can't, you know that's a lie. And you can, you know how many people I run across. You got young men that are handsome young men, and you got uh, gorgeous, beautiful young ladies that's naturally beauty. And they think they deal with low self-esteem. So they stay nice looking. Why they? But it is what people have fed them, whether it's from their parents, grandparents, or people in their community. You say, man, he take care of himself. Well, he got low self-esteem. It's what's been fed to him. Now, you got women and men, they ain't all of that. But they got parents that they say, oh, I know my baby look good. Look at her. She's like, oh, my goodness. I gotta say, oh yeah, they got a nice dress. They got a nice outfit, but it's what you've been fed, and what you mm-hmm. got people that's not so all that, but they've been fed confidence. I know this lady, mm-hmm. and her confidence, and and I, I was she's not attractive woman, but her confidence. And you say, I know your parents still confidence, and they say, yeah, it's like her confidence. She knew she was all that and then some. But it's what we've been fed. And and the ones that are gorgeous and pretty, the ones we think that's all of that, they deal with low self-esteem. And so we got to tell, say, Lord, thank you for what you We all created in God's image. And the world called thin, beautiful, and fat, ugly. But everything is thin. Thin is not attractive. And everything fat is not ugly. I see more overweight, plus-size women with beautiful faces than a thin woman. Uh-huh. You know, I see, it's very rare I see a big girl. It's very rare I see a big girl with uh, that didn't have a pretty face. That's a lot right. of big women, old plus-size, got a beautiful skin, beautiful face. And and they and they know what clothes to wear. I'm saying, man, that big girl be dressing. Uh-huh. It's the way she carries yeah. herself. Man, that big dude yeah. be dressing. He, he be dressing. So what I have learned over the years, you've got to compliment yourself. you got to have confidence in the Lord and in yourself. Because if you walk around with low self-esteem and, and woe is me, you're going to always have people running over you. You're going to always have people take advantage of you. And it's something it took me years to learn. I just learned it this year. You have to, you have to change what you think about yourself. Yes, right. I don't care how your parents, grandparents, people in your community have treated you, but 
but that's a lie from hell. Because great is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I see, look, I see more big girls have a man. I see more big guys that got a woman than skinny folks. It's not about your size. It it has a lot to do with how you feel about yourself and your relationship with God. And uh-huh. and you know, and that's the way I believe. I say, Lord, teach me. Help me. Because, you know, in the yeah. church, they don't teach you Tell about me. confidence. Trust in the Lord. Trust, yeah, we know I trust him. But you got to have confidence. You got to take a stand. Only way we get taken advantage of and run over year in and year out, because we, we don't have confidence in ourselves. You got to say no. You got to say oh, flat God. out no. And what I have learned, once, once you've been delivered out of a situation, the enemy will always send that same type of spirit back in your life to get in. Mm-hmm. Once you get the enemy out of your life, he's going to send that same spirit over and over to get back in. And I have witnessed that. Mm-hmm. And I thank God for wise counsel. I thank God for, for coming to God. Say, God, help me. And like the situation get more beautiful and nicer, but it's the same spirit. Mm-hmm. Outside, it looked good on the outside. It looked good on paper, but it brings about the same situation, the same spirit. Hey, man, I'm coming to a close. And on April 21st, which is Easter Sunday, I will not be having service. So I want everybody mm-hmm. to enjoy your time with your family because I know Easter Sunday you, you're out with your family and friends and just enjoy yourself. Hey, man. Hey, man, I'm man, coming hey, to a close. Man. And if anyone having a prayer request or something you want to discuss you don't want to share uh, over the line, you can email me at powerofprayer at hotmail.com. It's power, P-O-W-E-R-O-L-P-R-A-Y-E-R, powerofprayer at hotmail.com. And you can send prayer requests, testimonies, or whatever situation you're going through. I'm the only one who reads the emails. I don't have a secretary. I don't have nobody. I'm the only person that look at these emails. So uh, you can powerprayerhotmail.com. I'm coming to a close. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for this day. And Father God, I speak healing over everybody on this line. That Lord, I thank you that their medicine intake is decreasing. That Lord, they used to take one medicine three times a day. That is decreasing. It's decreasing in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak to eyes that can see. Lord, I speak that their spiritual ears and spiritual eyes will open and a spiritual mind. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak dead freedom over your people in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak dead freedom over your people. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you, Father, for the dead freedom. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I speak, Father, that men and women of God, that men and women of God will come to you, Father, like never before. That, Lord, that, Lord, they will, Father. Oh, Sabado, see. That, Lord, they will surrender their life unto you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. 
And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, I speak, Father, Lord, people that's praying for their children to get out of prison, jail, on drugs, bad relationships, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for freeing your people. And, Lord, we love you, and we thank you, Father. And, and Father God, in the name of the blood of Jesus over everybody on this line and those who couldn't make it, the blood of Jesus over them. And, Lord, I speak Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost, to help your people in every area of their life. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, teach us to run away from temptation like Joseph did. Teach us, Father, to run away from temptation. And, and Lord, deliver us from the evil one in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, teach us what is more important, Father, in the name of Jesus. Teach us what's more important. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we bind up every spirit of backlash and retaliation. In yes, Jesus' God. name we pray. Amen. And amen. amen. Yes. Can I get your address, please? Your post office box. Yes, it is P.O. Box 2002. Mm-hmm. And it's Cypress, C-Y-P-R-E-S-S, Cypress, Texas, seven seven four one zero. It's P.O. Box 2002, Cypress, C-Y-P-R-E-S-S, Cypress, Texas, 77410. All right, um, thank you. You know, if anybody want to be a blessing, you can send it at the address. Uh, um, if you have um, PayPal, it's powerprayer at hotmail.com. And okay, you can okay. send donation or be a blessing. I usually okay. don't ask, you know, because I just don't ask. But if you want to be a blessing, God lead you. Yes. Feel free to do it. Amen. 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 Praise God. I want to tell you about a good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you, and I do too. Good night, everyone. Love you too. Good night. God bless you. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.